Hi everyone, I'm your host Tommy and welcome to a new episode of the Anxiety Free Podcast. Don't forget this episode is also video recorded and available on my Patreon. The link is available in the bio and for those who already subscribe, thanks. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about anxiety, yes. I know you knew what I was about to talk about, but today actually we're going to talk about my very first step with anxiety. So on the last week's episode, I talked about panic attack, my very first panic attack. Then I was telling you how it was very complicated for me to understand what was happening to me. So my very first step was to go to the pharmacy to uh, have something to calm my nerves, you know. But then I was still in shock about what happened to me. And just for you to understand what's anxiety. Because, you know, it feels like people talk about anxiety without sometimes really picturing how it actually works in their brain. So I'm going to talk about a bit what's the mechanism of anxiety without going too further into like very crazy detail. Because once again, and you know it, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. Um, But I think it's very important to understand how how everything works because when you know how things works you can heal and make sure that you have the right support to you so anxiety have two pathways the first pathway is through the cortex the cortex is where we have our thoughts our memory our logic and also our worries. And then we have our amygdala, which is going to control all the behavior related to the thoughts of anxiety. And them two together provide anxiety to people. So sometimes when you feel anxiety, just for you to understand, when you're going to feel anxiety, but you don't know the direct cause. So sometimes you're going to feel your heart pounding for no reason. And you feel like, oh, you're okay. Just like my very first panic attack, I was watching TV. My heartbeat started to race and I used to have shivers. And it was all controlled by the amygdala because I didn't have any direct thoughts or memories about it that would like make me think bad about it. And then sometimes it's going to be based on the cortex. So maybe like a memory or that situation and that's where the amygdala is going to react to it and that's when I'm going to have anxiety maybe I'm going to have a panic attack as well so for instance when you take a Xanax this anxiolytic my bestie it's just going to treat the amygdala response to anxiety it's not going to treat help you and treat your bad thoughts it's not going to do that which also means that you can't really rely on just anxiolytic because it's, it's just, just going to solve like just a part of the problem. And then anxiety happens when you worry, but you're not in danger. And it's actually your body telling you that is ready for an emergency. But in fact, there's no emergency, like nothing's happening. So 
I hope that you did understand like these two pathways because they're going to be very important in understanding how you should heal from anxiety and also because when you have a panic attack and you have a friend telling you but it's in your head you're going to be fine is actually talking to your cortex but when you have a panic attack this is the amygdala that is taking control of your body so you need to do something for your amygdala and not just for your thoughts because I remember some friends were telling me, but it's in your head, you're fine. And I was just like, oh, yeah, sure. This is really helping me. What are you telling me? It's in my head. Okay, I'm just going to stop because it's in my head. Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. So if you have a friend, if you're listening to me right now, and if you have a friend um, that I have a panic attack, don't say to him, it's in your head because it's not really useful. But we're going to get through all the useful things to do. So after this first panic attack, everything went very bad, very quickly, just because I was not feeling great and I was still feeling shocked about that I was dying a few days ago and, uh, and I didn't know what it was. And so I just, I just didn't know what to do. And then even though I had like some medication from the pharmacy, which were just like you know, over the counter, there was no prescription at that time. But then I was wondering what, what was happening to me because I think I did have another panic attack at some point, like very closely to the first one. And, and obviously, like, I was like, oh, my God, is it going to happen to me the whole time? Just thinking about this first time when I had a panic attack, I would be anxious again. I would be panicking. But since this life kept going, you know, and I just went to work, did my days, but then I was obviously not feeling great. And I didn't told a lot of people around me at the very beginning until I was at figuring out what happened to me. Really, the idea of having a panic attack sometimes, just because I was shocked of the first one, would make me feel anxious. And especially if I'm not in secure places. Just like, for instance, sometimes I was taking the train to go to work every day in Paris. It was still in Paris, obviously. And that's something that I do every day. But for some reason, since I had this panic attack, I wouldn't feel secure to be on a train because, well, can you imagine if I have a panic attack in the train, I would just sit on the train and then I have 30 minutes ride thinking about whatever. But I would think Think about anxiety. And you know, sometimes you just take this time to scan your body, looking at other people, but then pretty much focusing on yourself. And that's where sometimes I was panicking. I used to have a panic attack in the train. And because I had a panic attack in the train, I was scared to take the train the days after. But I have to go to work. So I kept myself going to work and get on the train but I was taking medication before going on the train because I would wake up anxious and the whole day I would be anxious as well not for particular reason I would just feel anxious and that's it and I would just scan my body I would feel like weird sensations in my body you know sometimes when you when you have like muscle tension oh my god for me it was like I'm actually dying right now. Yeah, no, yeah. So, but don't don't tell anyone you you're dying. Just 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 work. And um, and if you die, well, you die. <laughs> I wasn't telling anyone at the time. And then when I 
come back home. Uh, I mean, I would go to gym before and really gym was the only moment uh, I would feel okay because you're focusing on something else and you're doing a physical activity, so you are actually fine. And then when I would come back home, I would be still feeling okay from the gym, but when I get to bed... Well, it was an experience to go to bed because I would thinking I would die. And I'm not talking about one or two experiences like that. I'm talking about every night. Every night I would feel I'm dying in my bed. Not that I'm dying, but then I would feel that I will never wake up. So obviously to put me to sleep, it was just very hard. That's when I started to listen to music uh, before going to bed. And guess what? I'm still doing it. Even though what's funny now is that I'm going to put some music and most of the time, within 15 seconds, I'm gone. But I wake up in the next morning. But anyway, just just for you to understand what were my very first day with anxiety, um, and I was very on a regular basis. And once again, sometimes it was just activated by but thoughts and that would increase my anxiety level. Sometimes you're in the street, you have a bad smell, you know, it smells just very bad. You would feel, oh, it's just a bad smell. But for me, this bad smell was like, oh my God, maybe it's actually toxic and maybe I'm, I'm going to die. And, and I was thinking about this the whole time. Or maybe we know like sometimes the, the food is just bad and, uh, and you just don't like this food. When you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 I won't finish. It wasn't looking good. But just because it wasn't looking good for me, like I would be in danger to actually hit this food actually in danger how many times I've been uh, hitting some very bad food and sometimes doing worse things than hitting bad foods but still with my anxiety it was just a lot and then also sensations in my body pretty much when I would feel like very weird sensations in my body I would just kind my whole body and then I would think that oh maybe if um, my nail hurt well maybe it's because I'm gonna die Yes, (laughs) that was me with anxiety. So that's how I said that it's severe anxiety. But obviously, I'm going to talk about my generalized anxiety disorder that has been discovered a bit later because that's, that's what it was. So yeah, once again, I've never been in danger, but my body felt like it was in danger the whole time. So my piece of advice for you on this episode is just do what I didn't do. I didn't learn about anxiety a lot back then. I was just living my sensation without really knowing what was happening and I wasn't really taking care of myself because it's really hard. You don't really understand. You don't talk to people about what happened to yourself. And But I feel like when you learn many things and you just tend to understand yourself, you tend to know what's happening and... I knew from the very beginning that I wasn't born this way. I wasn't born with anxiety. So I wanted to get back to normal. And I know that, do you know when I was talking about amygdala, when I was doing gym was the only moment when I feel okay. It's because it just gave a solution to the amygdala response to anxiety. So when I was doing gym, I was just focusing on something else and I was just helping myself. Um, so that was that was actually... Could. But then 
once again, when you're having anxiety, you really need to treat the cortex and the amygdala in the same time. So, and that's why I was like, okay, maybe my first go is to see a doctor, a GP, just to make sure that I'm going the right way. And it didn't happen the first week. Like probably after two to three months, I was like, okay, maybe you need you need help. Maybe you need a solution um, for you. And so that's how I uh, went to the first, uh, my first um, doctor appointment. But that's going to be for next episode. Once again, this is all whole story for me. I overcame anxiety and I hope this episode will give you a bit more hope and strength to overcome anxiety as well. So if you liked it, subscribe to my podcast and give me a review. I would love it. I'll see you next week for the next episode about my first appointment at the doctor. I'll see you next week. Bye.